And amen. God bless you. Amen. May the Lord continue to open your eyes of your understanding that you may understand the mystery of the kingdom of God. And may the word of the Lord dwell in you richly. Praise the name of God. Amen. Our scripture reading starting just for our basis is going to be out of, amen, praise God, Philippians, the fourth chapter, Philippians 4, and beginning at verse 10 through 20. Philippians 4, that we'll read in the New King James Version. And then Amos 9 and 13, I, I found something I thought, amen, that was really, amen, revelation as well in that. Amen, Amos 9 and 13. But our first verse that we're going to be reading in is out of Philippians. Amen. The fourth chapter, verse 10 through 20. And it says this, But I rejoice in the Lord greatly now that at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care but liked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned that whatever state, amen, I am to, I am to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. And everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nevertheless, you have done well that you've shared in my distress. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abound to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. I'm full, having received from Epaphroditus the things that you have sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father, glory forever. Amen. I want you to center your mind on verse 17. Amen. And this is kind of the premises, the baseline for where we're going on tonight. Amen. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abound to your account. Amen. That's a matter of heart priority, I call it. Call it heart priority. Praise God. Uh, just for an, 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 an additional incentive, Amos 3 and 13, 9 and 13, you've heard it. Amen. Behold, the days are coming, said the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of, treader of grapes, him who sows seed. The mountains shall drip, drip with sweet wine. All the hills, amen, shall flow from it. I looked this up in the New Living Translation, and I thought it was, amen, amen, appropriate. Amen. It says, the, the time will come, says the Lord, when the grain and the grapes will grow faster than they can than they could be harvested. Amen. That explains what it means, amen, when the plowman overtakes the reaper. It's going to, amen, be an overlap where those that are sowing this, amen, vine, and those that are reaping, it's so it's just going to overtake. It overlaps. Praise God. It is a statement of prosperity. It's a statement of overflow and wealth in the name of Jesus. When the plowman shall overtake the reaper, by the time the reaper can get the grapes, amen, out the field, 
Amen. The plowman is coming to, amen, to plow again, to make ready for the next season. So, amen, it's it's an it's a picture of prosperity and overlap. Glory to God. The plowman shall overtake the reaper. The reaper is those that harvest, that take in the grape. The plowman is the, is the one that plow the ground and prepare the ground for the next season. When the plowman overtake the reaper, that means there's so much in the field that the reaper can't get out of the way fast enough. Here comes the plowman again. Glory to God. And so, praise God, we are in that season advancing. Tonight, I want to deal with this subject, understanding wealth gaining process. Understanding the wealth gaining process. Praise God. With attaining uh, all kinds of wealth, there's also the responsibilities. There's also responsibilities and disciplines. Praise God. Amen. With obtaining all kinds of wealth, and we're going to be really talking about financial wealth and properties and all of that in the coming days. Amen. There are responsibilities and disciplines. Praise God. Amen. We must start developing now a mind to manage wealth transfer. We must start now developing a mind to manage wealth transfer. Amen. We can't afford in this hour to be reckless with increase. We cannot afford to be reckless with increase because it's not about an individual. Everything God gives to you is not necessarily for you. Sometimes when you're a good steward over finances and, amen, and properties, God will release that to you because you know how to disseminate when the Lord says and not hold everything in for yourself. Amen. Everything given to you is not for you. Amen. It's akin to spiritual gifts. The gift is given to you, but it's for the body. Amen. So everything God give you, amen, sometimes it's not just for your house. It is for, amen, meeting other needs. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So, amen, we've established that it is definitely the will of God for us in Christ Jesus to obtain and manage kingdom wealth. Praise God. We looked in the scripture and we're going to go back over that out of Genesis. Amen. Adam, we've seen over and over again. Job was, amen, a man of great wealth. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were, amen, eventually of great wealth. Praise God. And I just believe it's the will of God for us in Christ Jesus to obtain and manage great wealth. And we're going to talk about why that's necessary on tonight. And also we're going to talk about, amen, some warnings some pitfalls that we ought to, amen, got to be conscious of. Glory to God. So, amen, for a while here, I'm going to be, amen, really teaching and growing in understanding kingdom wealth. Amen. So if we are walking in a perpetual state of poverty, it means that, amen, we are not walking in the right, proper kingdom dominion. Amen. And it means that there's a door open somewhere and there's a reason for us not, because as kingdom citizens, it is our birthright to obtain wealth. Amen. Because why? Because my, amen, the, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, everything that is in it, the world and they that dwell therein. Amen. My father owned the cattle of a thousand hills. The gold is healed. The silver belongs to him. Glory to God. And so as kingdom citizens, we represent the king well when we, amen, when we are walking in this uh, type of wealth, not this type of uh, hypocritical type wealth, 
Well, we got on all these clothes. We look good. We smell good. We driving good. But then uh, turn around and park our uh, Bentley at, a, at our mama's house. Glory to God. Amen. So that's not the type of wealth, <laughs> glory, amen, we're talking about. Every believer must possess great wealth in every area of our lives so that the kingdom of God on earth can be advanced. Ah, that's it. Praise God. If we individually possess wealth and we possess, possess uh, the right mindset and discipline, amen, we can advance the kingdom. Faith is the currency in heaven, but money is the currency on earth. Faith is the currency in heaven. Money is the currency in the earth realm. Glory to God. And so you can't, you can't tell, amen, the light company, we're praying for you. Amen. They said, thank you, but your bill today, amen, this month is $220. Glory to God. Amen. Can't say it's a church, leave the lights on. We have to have currency in the earth realm. Amen. It speaks currency has carried with it, check this word out, influence. Currency carries with this, amen, with it, influence. Amen. So you can't just come to the bank and say, we need to build a new building. Glory to God. Amen. Tell them we praying for you. It's a church. And they say, oh, oh you, why didn't you say so? We'll build one for you. Glory to God. It just don't work like that. Amen. Amen. So I'm, I'm not talking about, first of all, uh, only a few just, you know, smaller group of people, senior leaders, amen, the church being wealthy, build a huge building and the rest barely get by. We're not, we're not talking about that. We're starting from the opposite end. Praise God. We're not talking about just giving. We're not about to have a big fundraising campaign and now we're gearing up for a big offering. We're not talking about that either. What we are, what we are uh, teaching is the things that some of the things we've been lacking is our right. Some of the things that we have been lacking is our right. Praise God. If poverty is overtaking us, it's a sign that something is wrong. It is, amen, we should not allow poverty in our life to become the new normal. Glory to God, amen. So we're going to do dealing with understanding the wealth gaining process, amen. Why? Why is this important? Why is the wealth, why is wealth in the kingdom important? Amen. First of all, number one, it is for individuals to represent the kingdom well as kingdom citizens. Glory to God. Every household should, amen, learn to amass kingdom wealth. Every individual household. Glory to God. We're not talking about building a big building. We're not talking about apostle driving, amen, a Maybach. Not, we're not talking about that yet. Because if you take care of the kingdom, the rest of that is automatic. To my individual homes, you, beloved, learning your rights as a kingdom citizen, praise God, demanding your rights, standing, amen, learning how to manage and possess what God is going to release before it hits you. Amen. So we're, we're purposing to develop a mind to manage what's been released. We're responsible for finances, managing that. We're responsible for revelation, managing that. We're responsible for the word that we hear so, so that we are not just do hearers of the word, but we are doers. And we have to have a, a, man, a wealth, wealthy mindset. Praise God, first of all, because, amen, when God released 
we have to be prepared to handle what God released. Can't make us millionaire, amen, and we go buy all the little Debbie cakes we can find, all the snacks, all the bubble gum and candy, all the shoes we can fill our closet up with, praise God, all that kind of mediocre type thinking. A mind has to be able to handle large sums of money, praise God. Why is it important? It's important because we need, amen, worship and training facilities. Here's the main key, to advance the vision, to fulfill the vision. We need worship facilities. We need monies to advance the vision. Amen. We need finances so that we can be able to meet urgent needs of the saints. Praise God. We need finances to meet the urgent need of the saints, especially the widows, the orphans, the homeless. Amen. That's according to the scripture. Praise God. Amen. Uh, that's, that's absolutely necessary. And the last thing so on the bottom, praise God, is that the church must be able to properly financially support its senior leaders and its staff. Here's the reason why. Many pastors are ineffective right now because of burnout. They're bivocational, burning the candle on both ends. Amen. And so senior pastors can only do that so long being bivocational. You can only get away with that for so long. When the church grow, when the vision require more of your time, your family, your wife, this is why marriages suffer because you only have 24 hours a day, eight hours at work, an hour going, an hour coming. That's already 10 out of the 24. You should properly get seven to eight hours worth of sleep. So we're already killing it right there. Praise God. And this is why many uh, marriages are on the rocks. And this is why many suffer in other areas. Why? Because you cannot allocate enough time to build in one area. So you're shifting your weight. You're shifting your weight. You're shifting your weight. Sooner or later, something is going to go lacking. Amen. Something is going to go lacking. I've tried it. Amen. I've shifted. I've done. Only to find out I'm not spending enough time with my children. I spend time with the children. Spend time with wife. Only to find out I'm not spending another time visiting in the sick and shut in. Spending enough time visiting the shift back over to the sick and the shut in at the church. Only to find out my, that my wife and I hadn't been on a date in six months. See, you, you, there's only so much time, amen, that you can, uh, that's allocated one day. And you can only get away with that for so long. And then it's going to cause burnout. It's going to catch you. And it's manifestation of really ugly. Praise God. The manifestation of that is really ugly. Praise God. And so we are dealing with, beloved, I'm, I, I hope I'm getting this straight, amen, about balance and about priority. This is the key, about balance and about priority. We must have a balance in this wealth gaining thing, amen. And what I'm talking about first is that the people of God must have a mind, a heart to manage large sums of financial increase. Praise God. We got to have a heart to manage that. Amen. And uh, there are warnings before we proceed about wealth process. Amen. There are warnings that we got to get to so that, listen, when Moses talked to Israel in the book of Deuteronomy, he said, you're going to be blessed. You're going to be blessed. 
You're going to have houses you didn't build, vineyards you didn't plant, but don't you forget God. Amen. So there's a balance in the thing that we're getting at. And so we must help the body of Christ to develop a wealth, amen, mindset, but we have to have balance. Glory to God. Amen. And so this is where we are. Warnings. This is what I'm about to release. Amen. Before we proceed to the wealth process, amen. Number one, amen, possessing wealth should be about every believer, not just a few. Amen. Wealth should be about every believer, not just a few and one huge facility. And the others just barely get by. Glory to God. When the kingdom is advanced, when the body is blessed, everyone, amen, should be a part of that. Amen. Glory to God. No one should be excluded from it. Amen. When each household increases, the church should automatically increase. Its leadership is, uh, must automatically increase. But if your if your house is always suffering, amen, then your tithe is going to be compromised sometimes. Your giving is going to be compromised. It's going to be a stress and a struggle. Amen. When I'm finished with this, we're going to deliver you from that spirit of poverty. Amen. Deliver you. Giving and tithing is not going to be a problem when we get finished with this teaching. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to say that again. Your giving and tithing is not going to be a problem. Amen. Matter of fact, many of you are going to develop seed accounts to where when you say give, you have someone to pull from that's not a part of your immediate house operating expense. Amen. It's called a seed account. Glory to God. Amen. When we're finished with this, all of us are going to increase. Amen. So one and number one, this wealth gaining process, amen, should never be about, amen, just uh, a one, a few individuals and then a large building. That's not, that's not the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. We're talking about the fruit that are bound to your account. Amen. That's number one. Number two, amen, uh, obedience is better than the sacrifice. Obedience is better than the sacrifice. The giving, uh, the tithe, and the offering will, will never, amen, be a substitute for necessary action and obedience. Amen. I'm going to say that again. Giving your tithe. Your tenth and your offering will not it will never be a substitute for necessary action and obedience. When you read 1 Samuel 15, it's a, a very familiar story. Amen. And I'll just acquaint you with it real quickly. God sent Samuel on an assignment. The uh Amalek, the Amalekites ambushed Israel coming out of Amen uh Egypt in the book of Exodus, I believe it's chapter 16. They ambushed them, had no business doing that. They were actually were distant relatives. Amen. God had it in his mind that, amen, Amalek, the Amalekites would be, amen, chastised. Now, time went by. They got by, but they didn't get away. As Saul, as the first king of the United Israel, one of his assignments is to utterly destroy Amalek for what he did. Amen. So Saul went, half did the assignment. Amen. Uh, God sent Samuel to check Saul for his half done a job. Amen. So in verse 16, it says, Samuel said to Saul, amen, be quiet. Saul was saying, we did do. We, 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 we did do. I did. But the people swept down on the spoil. Amen. So he's trying to make his case that he done right. Samuel tell him to be quiet. I'll tell you what the Lord said to me last night. Amen. So Samuel, he said to him, speak on. 
Samuel said, when you were little in your own eyes, were you not the head of the tribes of Israel? And did not God anoint you king over Israel? Now the Lord sent you on a mission and said, go and utterly destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, fight against them until they are consumed. Amen. You kept back. You didn't do, you did a half job. Why did you not obey the voice of the Lord? Why did you swoop down on the spoils and do evil in the sight of the Lord? Amen. And Saul said to Samuel, but I have obeyed the voice of the Lord and gone on the mission with the Lord sent me. And I brought back Agag, the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took the plunder, the sheep, the oxen, the best for which we have had been utterly destroyed to sacrifice to the Lord your God and Gilgal. The people took it. The command was not to take anything. They took it illegally. We're going to sacrifice to the Lord. So Samuel says, has the Lord a great delight in burnt offerings, sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, I, amen, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed the fatness of ram. For rebellion is the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and, uh, amen, idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he also has rejected you from being king. Glory to God. Amen. O to obey is better than the sacrifice. Amen. Deuteronomy 28 says, Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God or and observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you above all nations of the earth. Deuteronomy is, the, is a training of the mind of the people by Moses in his old age before they cross over the Jordan into this land flowing with milk and honey. Deuteronomy only takes about a month to complete this time frame, but it is a time of empowering the mind of the people how to act once they get into their wealthy place. Glory to God. That's what Deuteronomy is about. All these blessings shall come upon you, overtake you, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in your city. Blessed shall you be in your country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, the increase of your herd, the increase of your cattle, the offspring of your flocks. Verse 5, blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall be you when you come in. Blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause, look, check this out, this addition to all of this. The Lord will cause your enemy who rise up against you to be defeated before your face. Amen. All of this because of obedience. They shall come against you one way and flee seven ways. That's a statement of being scattered. The Lord will command the blessing on you and your storehouse and all to which you set your hands and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. He's not giving you yet, but is giving you. Praise God, amen. But obedience is better than the sacrifice. Say, so you learn how to obey me, your enemies don't stand a chance. They'll come against you one way and flee seven. 
Hey man, Israel in the book of Judges was impoverished by the Amen Ammon. Why? Because of their disobedience. Glory to God. Disobedience would always attract, attract demons because they know the principles of God. And if you're walking in obedience, you can shout, you can command, you can, I rebuke you, but demons know you don't have no power because you're breaking God's rules. They understand that very well. They understand that very well. You're just talking. You don't have nothing. And they'll just run right in and out your house, sit in the front row in the church. Amen. Because they already know that you don't have it. You're walking in disobedience. They caused it. You submitted to it. They tempted it. You ate the bread. And they know from that point on, the hand of God is not for you. It's against you. And they'll let you shout and talk and hoop and spit. It makes them no difference because they understand we've done our job. We have, amen, brought you down out of your, out of the, amen, the wealthy place in the spirit. And you can't do nothing with us because we caused it. And we know the hand of God is not mighty on you because you yielded to what we suggested. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. The last thing I got to get done here. Praise God. The last thing that we're going to do almost is the love of money is the root of all evils. We should possess wealth, but not for the sake of just getting rich only. Praise God. Amen. So wealth should never become a snare to us. Didn't say not to have money, but to love it. That's the problem is the root of all evil. Glory to God. We should, amen, possess wealth, but it should not, amen, possess us. Paul, amen, uh, encourages Timothy to stay on the straight and narrow. Praise God for the, there are those who think that, amen, to preach, amen, is a means of gain or means to become wealthy. Praise God. And so Paul is instructing him that godliness with content itself is great wealth. First of all, amen, don't get yourself caught up in this foolishness, amen, and allow wealth to become a snare to you. Because those that, that, that some people craving money have wandered from the truth, pierced themselves, amen, with many sorrow, sorrows. It's not that God didn't design us for it, amen, but that consumption, that, 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 that craving for money, amen. Some have wandered from the truth, craving after money, pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Glory to God. It is not that God don't desire us to have it. Amen. We just, amen. There's a time for everything. A, 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 a laborer is worthy of his hire. Glory to God. Praise God. But let God cause the increase. Don't you, don't you yank it. Let God do it. When it's time, he'll release it to you. Amen. The last thing I want to deal with, amen, wealth can, amen, can never become something to show off. Amen. Show, show off. Or the, that show-off spirit is a byproduct of pride. Hypocrite, being showy. Praise God, look what I have. You don't have this. Let me show you what I, we have to be very careful how we share what God has done in our life so it don't look, it don't appear to be, not appear to be, we are showing off. Now, let me just kill that. Glory to God, amen. So wealth can never be something that makes us, you know, we're showy, we're showing off. Amen. Because when you act like that, it repels people. When you act like that, it repels people. It's hard to be happy for a show off. It, it just, it's just hard because they'll just never shut up about what the Lord has done for them, but they're living like the devil. Praise God. Amen. Just just, just be humble with it. 
Allow the Lord to bless you with it. Amen. Uh, show offs repel people. They don't. They don't draw. They repel because. Amen. You. Amen. I don't know about you, but uh, it's hard to hang around folks that are always talking about themselves what they have. Glory to God. Amen. So, so all of these things, beloved, and my base point that uh, I'm talking about today is, is this. Amen. Having the proper mindset. Amen. To manage what God is releasing to us with the wealth comes responsibility and balance comes priority and balance. We got to have balance. Amen. So that we don't uh, become a turnoff. We don't, amen, disobey God. Amen. So that we don't have, let wealth become a snare to us. Praise God. So we're going to talk in depth about breaking the spirit of poverty. Amen. God is releasing in this hour great wealth to the body of Christ. Amen. The, wick, the wealth of the wicked is the later for the just. This is the hour of great wealth transfer. Glory to God. But I'm in the mindset, I'm in a Deuteronomy mindset right now. If you can grasp that, I'm in a Deuteronomy mindset. It's, amen. Many of us, we're not quite where we're going to be, but we have to develop a mindset so that when we began to possess properties, when we began to possess, amen, large sums of monies, glory to God, our, man, our mind has been trained, prepared, amen, how to handle wealth transfer. That's the key. That's what I'm talking about. Glory to God. That's the word I'm trying to release right there so that we don't make a fool of ourselves and it becomes a snare to us. Amen. Or we forget the Lord our God that brought us over. Amen. So your tithe will never replace necessary obedience. Your tenth will never replace obedience. Your tenth will never replace you being present at the worship service. Glory to God. So if we can, I know we're dealing with COVID and all of that. Praise God. But amen. Uh, 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 God, the worship is important at this hour. And I'm going to tell you why. Because God is going to increase releasing the way that he did on Sunday. All of that is just going to increase. All of that is just going to increase. Amen. And so we got to have our face in the place when it's being released. Amen. So where am I right now? I'm in a Deuteronomy mindset. I'm in a Deuteronomy mindset, praise God. And so we're going to be teaching extensively uh, about understanding the wealth amen, process. It's a process. Glory to God. And we're going to be healthy. I'm going to be talking about a lot about finance. Uh, but it's not going to come, amen, then we take up an offering. It's not going to come, amen, say we're going to prophesy to you if you sin. None of that, none of that. Beloved, again, I'm back to Philippians 4 and 17. Not that I speak, I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Every member of the citizen of the kingdom of God, amen, should understand how to possess wealth, the mindset it takes to possess wealth, how to walk in it, how to be, amen, kingdom citizens, meet urgent needs, take care of the widow, take care of, amen, the homeless and orphans, know how to sow, know how to give, because, amen, you can't get wealth and then, Amen. Be, get besieged with a stingy spirit. Sweet folks, amen, not blessed right now. There's something about your sucos, your mindset that's made, amen, many of us stingy. And so there's a principle that's working against you. If you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. Whatever excuse it is, amen, is not biblical. We got to get out of that mindset on purpose so that we can sow bountifully, amen, increase to a bountiful sowing. 
and then reap in amen in a bountiful reaping season. Amen. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sow, that he shall also reap. Glory to God. So where am I? I'm in a Deuteronomy mindset. Amen. Preparing the people how to handle what God is releasing. We're in a right now season. It's not about to. This is not something that's far ahead. Amen. We're in a season, men and women of God, where the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes. Here, amen. The soul of him who sows seeds. We're in, we are in that kind of season. It takes monies for the kingdom to be advanced. Yes, God can make people give you specific. Yes, he can move on, blah, 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 blah. But that, but that doesn't that doesn't help us develop the mindset if we're just giving everything. There's something we have to work on together to bond, to build together as a church, as a people, amen? So it takes every part of us to bring an offering. Moses said in Exodus, uh, amen, I believe it was uh, 25, tell the people to bring, amen, individually, they, they brought onyx stone, they brought all kinds of, amen, thread, each one brought something. So it's about working together to build the house of God. Glory to God. And so this is my point. This is my prayer. Amen. I'm done. This is our premises for where we're going. Amen. I've got the revelation. I just want to present to you some balance so I can point back to those who didn't get the original foundation because somebody going to say something about monies. And amen, I'm telling you, it's about balance, about priority. It's about what God saying to us. However, it is God's will for us, amen, to be wealthy. And wealth would depend on on your level of obedience, your level of discipline, amen, your uh, level to handle what's being released. Everybody's not going to have the same type of wealth based on our abilities, but ability can be developed. Glory to God. So that's where we are, beloved. That's where we're going to be. That's why, amen, uh, I say, amen, I lay my hat. That's what we're going to be teaching, amen, for the next several weeks so that you and I, beloved, we can become more accurate, more understanding in the will of God. Amen. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God give you understanding and revelation knowledge to what we are saying and that you may grow and become wealthy and become, amen, a, a man and women of God who can meet needs, who understand kingdom wealth and who are not stingy, but people who, know, amen, know how to sow and reap. Amen. God, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sow that he shall also, amen, reap. God bless you. Father, I thank you tonight. Give us clarity. Give us insight, understanding, instructions. Father, how to grow in balance as you've called us to in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. You've made us the head, not the tail. You've made us above only and not beneath. And we bless you. We thank, we trust you. We give you praise for where you've taken us. In Jesus' name, 